So I was going to debut this style of podcast at the beginning of the year, but I figured, what the heck, just go ahead and go for it, see how it goes, and we'll go from there. So I'm gonna. the goal is to record a podcast a week in my car, roughly once a week in the car, while I'm on 20 sitting in traffic on the way to work. Uh, we'll come up with some kind of clever name like Traffic Talk or uh, I don't know. Yeah, be creative. Someone tell me a good name for it. I'm not good at that stuff. But so I'm just driving in my car to work, and the goal is just to talk about something, either some research I've been looking into, a podcast I listened to, a book I read, something like that. That is topics that relate to the stuff we do at the gym. So it could be training, it could be nutrition, it could be mindset stuff, it could be just kind of anything on the the axis of things that we think are important. And that we value at Ransom. And the first one I want to talk about, because I think it's a good way to kick it off, is the idea of intensity. And I think if you've been around CrossFit for a while, um, or heck, if you've never done CrossFit at all, but you know people who have or have seen it on TV, I think quickly people associate intensity and CrossFit. And if you've dug a little bit deeper down that rabbit hole, CrossFit loves using that word, and not in the, like, this is intense, like the way that someone might describe watching people do some crazy CrossFit workout, they'd be like, oh, it's intense, but CrossFit uses it in a more scientific, operational way. Um, They use a a formula, if you remember your basic uh, physics class in, like, ninth grade, they would say it's just a work formula, Um, and so there's, like, a scientific-y approach to, like, what intensity is. And then there's what I think that they're actually trying to get at, which sometimes I think their message gets confused. If you go do your L1 or L2, they'll talk about it in in a more scientific approach, in a more black and white. But I think they're they're alluding to this other thing that I don't think they always describe or get out very well, and that intensity should always be relative. So they will tell you, like Greg Glassman has a famous quote that says, um, the needs of an Olympic athlete and your grandma are the same, just uh, the same needs, but different degrees or some, something along the lines of that. And that, that could be a little confusing. I mean, I think that's true if you step back and look at this the way that I'm going to talk about it. But I think people see like, oh, you know, everybody in CrossFit goes so hard all the time. It's, you know, the intensity is really high. And so that must mean what that's what we're looking for. And to some extent, that's true. I think that intensity is kind of the the biggest variable to play with to help get you progress the fastest. So, you know, we want intensity, but we also need to meter that on a day-to-day basis and a a training session to training session basis because it should all be relative. So what that means is, There should be like my relative intensity compared to someone else's. So if you are a super stud athlete and, um, you know, I don't know, we're we're doing a mile run at the gym and they can run a six minute mile and I can run a nine minute mile. Me trying to push it to hold on to their pace is isn't going to be helpful. Now, sure, like it might be a great uh, 600 meter workout for me or something. If I'm running a nine minute mile pace, 
might be able to hold that six minute a mile pace for 600 meters or something like that, but I'm going to blow up that I'm going to have ultimately a much worse mile time than I would have had if I ran at a more appropriate pace for me, vice versa. If that six minute a mile athlete runs at the nine minute a mile pace and the goal of the workout, let's say is to push your, your pace, they're going to get very little out of that. Now there is plenty of room for someone to, who has a six minute mile to run a nine minute mile for other reasons, but not for the sake of pushing intensity um, and, and like trying to hit a PR, obviously like that just makes sense. So there's comparing people to people intensity wise. And I think we all kind of understand that without that needing to be explained a whole lot, but the kind of relative intensity I'm talking about is more you to you. And I don't even mean you to you, like you, you know, me versus the, my friend time a year ago. Like I want to beat it. I want to do better to show improvement. And so like, that means I need to have a higher relative intensity now so that I can go faster than I did then. I don't even mean that. I mean, when I wake up in the morning and I go to the 5 a.m. class or I get off work and I go to the 4.30 p.m. class, you know, what do I have that day? How was my day gone? Let's start with the night before. Did I have a good night's sleep? Did Has my day been relatively low stress or has it been, has it been high stress? Have there been a lot of demands on me at work today? Have there been no demands on me at work today? Have I been bored at work? Have I been stimulated at work? Um, how did I eat during the day? You know, what other factors are going on in my life right now? Um, you know, it's like, do I have family drama happening? Um, you know, whatever. Like, there's a myriad of lifestyle factors every day that are impacting kind of what you can bring to the table. So relative intensity is you coming to the gym and putting out what you have that day, the appropriate amount for the day. Some days that's going to mean I need to dial it back a notch because if I go as hard as I normally do because I didn't sleep well because I've, you know, maybe I ate like crap, maybe I'm super stressed right now, you know, maybe there's these other things in my life that aren't going as well as I'd like them to right now. Just trying to drop the hammer and go as hard as I can is an easy way for me to blow up mentally, physically, um, that can manifest itself in something like an injury because your body needs you to slow down. And if you're not listening to it, it'll make sure you do slow down or mentally, like you getting frustrated that you can't, you know, last time I did Karen, it took me seven minutes. And this time it took me seven fifteen, and I'm a terrible human being now because I'm 15 seconds slower in a workout where I throw a, a ball up 10 feet in the air a bunch of times. I mean, if you step back and look at that, you understand how ridiculous that sounds. So, but in the moment, that's a way to get super frustrated and have a negative self-esteem and negative self-view to further this pattern of you digging yourself a deficit because of the things that are going on in your life. So relative intensity, you need to go at the pace, go with the effort, that's appropriate for the day. And, you're, you know, someone will probably ask, okay, so how do I know what that is? That's a great question. They're probably not going to know what that is. It's going to take a while to be able to know how you feel that day, know how your day has been, to do some introspection and think about that before you work out. Like, okay, how am I feeling? Like, do I feel good today? Like, using the warm-up, which is one of the great reasons to, we warm up, 
using the warm up to see like how do I feel if I my body feels kind of achy and creaky and beat up. That isn't always just because I've been training hard because you you know if you go to our gym you probably train hard all the time. It's it could be that could be your body responding to other things going on in your life, giving you a signal. Hey, today's not the day that we need to just send it. Like today's the day where we need to work hard, get our heart rate up, breathe heavy, but leave feeling good about our efforts, leave feeling good about the things we've accomplished and not worry so much about, you know, squeezing every last drop of potential out of me for the day. Because if we don't make the mature decision in the moment on that day and it compounds on the next day and it compounds on the next day, eventually what happens is something goes wrong and that setback is going to cost you a lot more than just kind of coming in, moving, feeling good, boosting your endorphins, leaving the gym feeling much better than you did when you came in. There's almost a negative, there's almost no negative consequence to that. Especially if we look at this, how we do look at training is that this is a, a lifestyle thing. We're not trying to we don't have any people who need to be the fittest they've ever been in three months or six months or 12 months. We don't have members who are competing in the CrossFit games or we don't have members who, you know, are trying to win an Ironman or something like that where, like, there is an end date on which they need to be the fittest they've ever been. As you all know, we're looking at this as a long haul, a, a Ben Bergeron quote that I really like. It is a low trajectory to a distant horizon you're going incrementally better forever as far as you can see like we're trying to get just a little bit better all the time and if we if we can learn what days i can really what days i feel great and i can really you know get to work and and uh move the dirt that's awesome then we need to go on those days and we need to feel good and we need to challenge ourselves and bump up against our potential and really see like what we're made of. And then there are other days where that's a terrible idea. And it's gonna take a while to figure that out. Like I said, you're not gonna know day one, hey, you know, I need to go at this pace or I need to go at this pace. But this is a, just a good reminder to start listening to your body when you're warming up. You know, sit maybe in your car ride to the gym. Give one minute, take one minute to kind of think, be introspective. How's my life going? How am I sleeping? How have I been eating? How have I been feeling? What have my moods been like? Am I uh, am I a little more on edge than I usually am? If so, that's a good sign. We don't need to train super hard. Or, you know, is life going pretty well right now? Do I feel like I can really go for it today? There's just a whole bunch of things to think about here. And it's another reason that that we will be in the future talking about things like meditation or mindset or breathing work or your prayer life or whatever that is for you but taking a minute you know starting with a minute that's what we'll start with can you take one minute and be still and be quiet and do something like focus on your breathing or think about what's going on in your life so that you know so that you can start checking in with how you're feeling because the better we do with that the better we can do on the training side and the better we do on the training side, the faster you get your results, the more consistent your results are. And honestly, the better you're going to feel mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. So, yeah, relative intensity. That's something to think about. I want you guys to 
you know, just start kicking around that idea. Like I said, on days you feel good, let's go for it, you know, let's really push it. Like, let's see, you know, let's see what we're all about on days where, man, you know, boss has been on me and I had to respond to 746 emails today. And I just, you know, my kids got up six times last night. Okay, let's come in. Let's move around. Let's feel good. And let's leave there feeling accomplished that we came in. We did something when it was, you know, when life was set up for us not to do anything at all. And we can leave there with a little endorphin rush and feeling really good about ourselves. So, yep, that'll be our first one of these things. I don't know. There'll be a little more freestyle version than a normal podcast for us. I guess let me know if you like these, if you think these are helpful, if you have any topics you want me to ramble on. Um, Yeah. Have a good week, guys.